Welcome to How To with Mia and Ziad. Today, we are talking about the new economic bill proposed by President Biden. We are first going to focus on the tax implications and then do a brief overview of where the funding will be allocated. If you aren't already, you know what to do. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on our other social media accounts. It's all under the handle Gerber Kawasaki. Now, please remember that none of this should be taken as financial advice. And if you have questions about your specific situation, please talk to your financial advisor. We are also not tax professionals, so none of this should be taken as tax advice. This is purely for educational purposes, and we are only stating the facts that are displayed in this bill. That's right. We're doing round two of the Biden bill breakdown. Try saying that five times fast. Uh, with the Democratic Party holding a majority in Congress and President Biden in the Oval Office, there's a lot of expectation for tax policy to change. And with the new proposal that came out a few weeks ago, we want to take some time to break down the details that could possibly come into place and how it could affect your situation. Let's get into it. What are some of the tax bracket changes that will be happening? With Biden's new plan, named the American Families Plan, that was released on April 28th, there are some tax bracket changes. The bill proposes to increase the top tax rate of the wealthiest Americans to 39.6%. In 2017, the top income tax was went from 39.6% to 37%. So this is a little uno reverse situation. Another big point for the tax policy proposal is an increase in capital gains tax rates. So right now, if you buy an investment and hold it for longer than a year and then sell it at a gain, those gains are taxed at one of three different tax rates. Either you're paying 0% in taxes, 15% in taxes, or 20% in taxes federally. Now, with the tax policy proposal, if you make more than $1 million a year, you'll have to pay that maximum 39.6% tax rate on your long-term capital gains as well as your income. So this is something to keep in mind for financial planning purposes if it does pass. How will 1031 exchanges be changed? We have discussed 1031 changes before on how to, but just as a quick little refresher, a 1031 exchange is a swap of one real estate investment for another. And when you do this, capital gains can be deferred. Under this bill, a 1031 exchange would no longer be possible for a property that has gains greater than 500000 From a financial planning standpoint, another very impactful change in the tax policy proposal is the complete elimination of the step up in basis. So what this is, is if you inherit an asset, say your grandparents passed away and handed off their home to you as an inheritance, the cost basis of that asset or investment immediately increases to whatever the value of that investment is when you inherit it. So say the home, it increases the value of the home when you inherit that home. Now, this decreases the amount of money that you would pay in taxes if and when you do sell that investment. So with the elimination of the step up in basis, that's going to subject people to a potentially a lot more in taxes if they do end up selling those inherited assets. Now, what tax credits are we keeping from the COVID era? You may remember that 
If you have a child under the age of six, you are eligible for a $3,600 deduction and above the age of six, filing as a dependent, you are eligible for a $3,000 deduction. Tax credits such as these for working families have been shown to boost child academic and economic performance over time, and that's exactly the goal and why we are keeping it. What is this bill funding? Why is it called the American Families Plan? It's very education focused. So some bullet points of what's being proposed to change is that there will be at least four years of free additional education. There will be an expansion of free nutritious meals at public schools. The eligibility and funding to Pell Grants will be increased. It will provide more ongoing education incentives and trainings for those aspiring to be teachers or for those who are currently teaching. It will create affordable childcare, extend paid leave for mothers or those caring for a family member or dependent that has fallen ill. It will also adjust the length and amount of unemployment insurance. The fact sheet put up by the White House has a great breakdown of all of these bullet points and we can go ahead and link it into this video. If you can't tell already, taxes are more likely going to be going up in the short to midterm future. And that makes it even more important to be taking advantage of as many tax efficient accounts as you possibly can. And that's exactly what we're here to help with. We have the knowledge. Let us apply it to your specific situation. Make sure you're maximizing your dollars. Reach out to us, set up initial consultation and build that financial plan for you. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of How To with Mia and Ziad. I hope that this helped you to understand a little bit more about the bill that has been proposed. Of course, if you have any questions at all, please comment them below or you can DM us on any of our social media handles. Again, that's under Gerber Kawasaki. You can also always give us a little ring. 310-441-9393 and I hope to see you here next week. See y'all next week.